Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Empire. The eye in the sky is helping strength training. There's no wearables, there's nothing attached to the athlete, so we're automatically quantifying about the quality of their movement. We give that athlete real-time feedback, then a coach um, can see that data after the fact, make sure that the athlete is progressing in the right direction. That's Jacob Rothman, CEO and co-founder of Perch, where the weight room is watching big-time athletes get stronger. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Jacob Rothman was a guest a couple of years ago on this pod, so we wanted to catch up with a bunch of new advances at Perch in their weight room tracking technology and a bunch of new partnerships to help trainers get the most out of their athletes. Our guest this week is Jacob Rothman. He's the co-founder and the CEO of Perch, which is a sports tech company that enables velocity-based training via 3D cameras to improve performance. We've had Jacob on before. It's time to catch up with him. It's been a couple of years. Hey, Jacob, how are you? Doing good, Brian. Thanks for having me on. I think the last time we talked to you, you had just put cameras into, I believe, the LSU weight room of their football program. Um, So a lot's changed for you guys. Tell me a little bit about where Perch was and where Perch is now. Yeah, absolutely. We, we were on back then. Um, that was when LSU went on to win the national championship, and um, Joe Burrow was there, um, Coach Ogeron. So a lot of hype around that team, and it was awesome to be a part of that at the time, help support them on the way to a national championship. And then, honestly, a lot has changed, just given, um, one, we've grown a ton as a company, which has been awesome, um, but lots of ups and downs along the way. Uh, shortly after that, I think uh, COVID happened, which uh, – like the sports world changed a ton. Um, we were luckily and able to uh, continue to grow during that time period um, and provide real value to sports programs during that tough time. And then since then, as sports has kind of returned to normal, we've we've grown a ton, ton as a company. So um, we're now supporting dozens of really elite college teams um, across the SEC, Power Five, um, FCS, FBS. And then um, we're in every professional sports league. We have over a third of the NFL's clients now. So really a ton of great growth um, just happened over the last few years. Okay. So let's revisit what you guys do. What What is Perch? Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, at the core, we are a fitness technology company um, that is focused on strength training, right? So if you think about like a wearable device, like an Apple Watch that tracks like your, your heart rate, steps, calories, we provide a similar experience, but really focused on strength training movements. So we capture your sets, your reps, your power output, your speed, information about your form. Um, and instead of a wearable device, we are all camera-based. So essentially what our first product is, a small camera that you put on a weight rack. So we essentially give a weight rack, let's say a set of eyes and a brain. So when an athlete walks up, they'll log in via tablet. And then while they lift, there's no wearables. There's nothing attached to the athlete. But we're automatically quantifying information about the quality of their movement. We give that athlete real-time feedback. And then a coach um, can see that data after the fact, make sure that the athlete is progressing in the right direction. Um, and make any changes if they need to. Okay. So what information do they get um, during a workout? Yeah. So it's 
I mean, the, you mentioned at the at the beginning when you, you introduced it was um, really we focus right now on something called velocity based training. So the key metric that coaches and athletes are focusing on is the speed of the movement. So right now, when you walk in, like you're just walking to any gym, the information you typically have access to is like your sets, your reps, and um, how much weight you lifted, which is what you did, not actually how well you did it. So now we're able to focus on quality of movement metrics, so like your speed or your power output, which is super relevant in terms of being able to guide a workout and make sure athletes are heading in the right direction. So a really simple use case for this data might be um, a coach says, instead, I want you to lift 200 pounds, but I want you to do it at this speed, right? And if you can't move it at a certain speed, it actually means the weight's too heavy, right? You're not able to be explosive enough so an athlete can take some weight off. They're tired that day, they're having a bad day, and vice versa, right? If they're actually exceeding that speed, means they're having a really good day and they can add some weight. So it really allows athletes to stay safe if they're having a bad day, um, maybe a looming injury coming up. Um, and then if they're having a great day, it allows them to optimize for that that given day. That's interesting because I was going to ask you, why does that metric specifically matter? You said that. Was that feedback from trainers, from athletes themselves? How did you guys come to that? Yeah, that's a great question. We it, It's honestly uh, this concept like velocity-based training has been – researched for um, a few decades now. So there's a lot of older technology on the market that can kind of capture that type of data. So really we uncovered this problem of um, more and more coaches wanted to utilize um, philosophy-based training, but it was either cost prohibitive or it was too cumbersome to use the other uh, technology products. So we have essentially uh, invented a much easier way to capture this data, a much more seamless way. Athletes really enjoy using it, but we're also building out from there. Like we have a bunch of different metrics that are also really valuable. We have leaderboards and computers to really enhance motivation in the weight room. So we've kind of covered this core velocity-based training concept. We've made that a lot easier, but then we've also done a really great job of providing more value beyond that as well. Have you put this in gyms where people like myself, regular people who just work out where you can access this technology? Um, that is that is the goal. So our current focus right now is um, professional and college teams is the main focus, but we have a growing number of high schools as well growing number of military clients. And we actually have a really large base of um, what we call sports performance facilities. So still maybe still focused on athletics, but these would be like commercial fitness facilities that a high school, college athlete, middle school athletes, even some general population might train at. Um, so that's been a really growing segment for us. And then additionally, we're getting a ton of inbound interest from you know individuals that lift and train at home, yeah. um, larger commercial fitness facilities. So that is the future goal of ours, but we're, we're growing a ton in kind of the elite space. So that's still our, our main focus. And then what happens? The information goes to an app. Is that how this, it, take me through the technology. How does it work? Yeah. So it, um, you'll receive that feedback real time. So typically it'll be along with the camera that's on the weight rack. There will be a tablet there as well. So when that lifts, they'll receive visual feedback and then also some auditory feedback. if like they're in that, that right speed range that the coach has set for them. Um, and then all that data is stored. So we have like a, we call a web application, basically a dashboard that you can access from your computer. And then a coach or an athlete can uh, view their historical data. They can set up those competitions or leaderboards. Um, so all of it's stored so you can track your progress essentially over time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Chalk and Dog, which brings together the vast experience and expertise of two of the brightest agencies in media, sports, wagering, and gaming. With deep roots in the UK and the US, the agency offers expert guidance in everything from market entry to market expansion for startups as well as established global brands powered by best-in-class communication and creative experts. Chalk and Dog has vast international experience and delivers results-oriented, tailor-made solutions for B2B and B2C organizations. What else do they want or what are your clients telling you now they've got this going with it? What else do they want it to be able to do? What else do they want it to tell them? Yeah, it's a really good question. I don't want to give away too too much of the product roadmap, um, but really the the main areas that we're continuing to focus on is one, increasing the ability of the tracking. So uh, that's the core of our company. We are, um, so myself and my two co-founders were MIT graduates. Uh, we played sports in college. Most people are very unfamiliar or surprised when we say MIT has sports teams, <laughs> but um, we, have a, we have a deep passion for uh, sports fitness technology. So we continue to invest in um, that technology. So we are like first and foremost, like a computer vision and machine learning company. We think we have like the best uh, computer vision like in the world, specifically focused on fitness. So the goal is to continue to extend our ability to track um more movements, for instance, you can envision, you know, functional movement screens or body weight movements, just being able to continue to expand the functionality of the product from a data collection standpoint. And then we're also focusing a ton on the data science and data analytics side. So once you have that data, what do you do with it? And even at the most elite level, people don't want to just create or collect data for data's sake, right? You need to help and support coaches and analyzing that data and getting value from it. So that's going to be a big a push of ours to continue to invest in research in that area, continue to hire data scientists to really focus on helping coaches get more value from the data. And that also helps in, you know, if we talk about commercial segments or at-home users, yeah. um, that's the big value, right? Once you have the data, what do people do with it? Um, so that's where you want to continue to invest in, in that area of growth. Don't short sell yourself. What did you play in college? You're a collegiate athlete. What did, what did you play? Um, I played baseball in college. Yeah. And did you know then that this was the direction you wanted to go? And if so, how did you land here wanting to head down this path? Yeah, it's a, uh, that's a really good question. So it's, uh, multifold, I'd say, um, one, I did a few internships in, in college. Um, I won't into companies, but I, I did a few, like, uh, worked at a startup after one summer and then one really large technology company, um, and I really found I gravitated more towards like the startup realm. I just enjoyed having a bigger impact on the outcome of the company, um, the mission. So I kind of like later in my uh, like college career or education started exploring more entrepreneurship. And at that time, it was 2015, 2016. Uh, wearables were becoming really, really popular. I think Apple Watch, their first iteration came out 2015. So um, there was a lot more focus in the consumer realm around just tracking fitness, but it was all focused on like aerobic activity, not really focused on strength training, for instance, which as athletes, 
simply baseball athletes, right? Um, it's more kind of explosive, not a very aerobic uh, demanding sport. We were more in the weight room. So we were trying to invent some sort of technology to track that a little bit more easily and kind of help, you know, the general population complete the picture, right? Actually understand what they should be doing in the weight room. And then I actually um, personally like herniated a disc in college when I was this young uh, yeah. weightlifting. So the goal of our tech is not to necessarily prevent or predict injury, but if you can help people lift smarter and not lift too much weight, focus on metrics that actually like matter, um, you can hopefully prevent some injury as well. So, so form here, this is the type of information that this could provide, whether you're properly using the correct form to try to avoid injury. Yeah. So r- right now it's really focused on the key data points. So yeah. for instance, like um, if you're giving, if uh, you have a goal of a certain speed and it's, you're lifting too slow, it means the weight's too heavy. So that means that that can help prevent injury in a certain way where you're lifting in, in the proper zone and not overexerting yourself. But in the future, as we continue to expand the functionality of our tracking, like we will start tracking um, more and more parts of the body, for instance, and give people more and more feedback of potential proper lifting form, right? That's a little bit more in the future, but there's definitely potential with our technology to be able to do that. It's all really cool. Jacob Rothman is the CEO and the co-founder of Perch. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Bram. I really appreciate it. On the next Future Sport Podcast, gambling regulations are changing and interestingly different state by state. I spent about eight and a half years practicing law at an AmLaw 100 firm exclusively in the gaming industry. Um, went in-house uh, to PokerStars, the largest online poker yeah. uh, provider globally. Um, started as their U.S. regulatory advisor, helping them get launched in various markets in the U.S. Uh, expanded into a role as their global compliance officer, uh, managing 25 licenses around the globe, regulatory care. Um, so, you know, saw and, you know, was rolling up my sleeves in, in regulations across, across the globe. That's Eric Frank, CEO of Odds on Compliance, who is helping operators navigate the rules and regulations of the ever-changing sports betting landscape. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.